0: All right, I want to address something. I want to talk about something cuz I've been hearing some shit lately, right? I've been hearing it, like a lot of women cuz like I said I got female friends. Um I you know, I'm on social media so I see the memes and shit. And and something that I've been seeing lately and hearing women talk about lately is the idea of like when they meet a man they ask him for something. Just to test them. To see how he's going to react. You know what I'm saying? Um, it'd be like memes. Like I've seen a meme that said um, something like. I might ask a man for something even though I don't need it. I just want to see if he's going to do it or not. You know what I'm saying? So I can make a judgment on him. You know, shit like that. Something like that, right? Um, but I want to speak on behalf of a of a man on this topic. That's not really... It depends on what type of niggas you're dealing with. That's not really something you should do if you're dealing with a man that's kind of worth his weight. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a, actually eternal. A you know what I'm saying? If a nigga worth something, he don't want a woman that's going to, like, off the rip, probably especially early on, to be asking for shit. Because we don't want to deal with, that shit is a headache. We don't want to deal with nobody that's going to be causing the for of a shit. Because that's a sign. Like, if you do that kind of early on, asking for stuff like, oh, you know, uh, dang, can I, I'm, I'm trying to get my nails done. Can you, Can you know, can you give me however much that shit costs or something like that? That shit is a fucking turn off, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that women feel some type of way about a nigga. Because a lot of times a nigga, I say they ain't got it, da, da, da. A lot of times them niggas got it, but you turned them off by asking. Um, this the thing. Let me tell you about about men that's kind of worth their weight. Early on, if you fucking with the right nigga, like if you looking for that type of nigga with those type of qualifications, like you want them type of qualifications in a dude, um, you gonna see it early on. You know, a dude that's kind of worth his weight and that's kind of built like that. He's going to come into the situation kind of offering. That's what niggas do. That's what those type of men do. Those type of men that you're looking for, that you want to be like a provider, they're going to come in kind of providing. Like, they ain't, they going to come in offering shit, like off the rip. It ain't going to be, no, it ain't going to be none of that, hey, uh, unless you're giving off them vibes. Unless you're giving off them vibes, it ain't going to be none of that off the rip. Hey, you know, let's come over my house. Why don't you come over my house doing Netflix and chill or some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? They're going to come at you on something. Hey, I want to take you out. Let's go do this. I want to do something. they going to want to do something for you. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of men. It's men like that out here. If you constantly dealing with niggas that don't do that, you fucking with the wrong niggas. Those are the type of niggas that you fuck with. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel like you got to test the nigga to see if he's going to offer you some shit, you already dealing with the wrong niggas. Either that, either he the wrong nigga, or it's something in you. That he kind of don't like. Or it might be some type of shit that you're giving off. That make him don't want to offer some shit. Maybe you coming off kind of. I don't know. Easy or. You just might not necessarily be his type. You know what I'm saying? You might come off as a person that. You know I fuck her. But I don't think I want to do this or do that for. Her. But for the most part. The right type of dude. Or the uh, those specific type of dudes. That you're looking for. You're going to see it early on without having to ask. Um, That's how I, speaking for myself, that's how I come into a situation. If I'm interested in a woman, I'm coming in off the rip offering because I feel like that's the manly thing to do. And if I'm showing interest, I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to show you what I got to offer. I'm going to show you what type of dude I am. So you're not really going to have to ask me for shit. But if I come out and I come into the situation offering, like I'm going to take you out, do this, do that. And then, like, kind of early on, you start asking me for shit. Like, damn, I, I'm trying to get my head down. You testing me. Guess what? You testing me, and I'm testing you. You done already turned me completely y'all. Because I'm looking at it like, dang, you need me to get your head done? Like, you can't get your own head done? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that. Like, it, it, this ain't about whether I would do it or not. This is like, it's probably too early for me to be doing that type of shit. Trying to get, you know, for you to be asking me to get your head down and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because the type of dude I am, if we kind of at that stage, you kind of ain't going to have to really worry about that. You should kind of already know what type of nigga you dealing with. I'm going to do enough for you to kind of know. So by the time you get to asking me for shit, I'm looking at it like, dog, she can't be testing me. This motherfucker just a little needy motherfucker that's how i'm looking at it you know what i'm saying so um i dealt with women because it's women like that out here too it's like i've dealt with women that off the break soon as i kind of start dealing with them they come into the situation offering shit that a woman you would want to see a woman to offer they kind of come into it running so I don't have to test them because I already see it early because they showing it early. You know what I'm saying? Then I've dealt with women that don't really come in offering shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, gotta, you might got to test those type of people. But that's because those type of women are those type of people that you got to test. So you got to pick and choose when you testing a motherfucker. Because uh, the nigga might not come in trying to get your hair done or paying for your nails right away. Because he probably feel like he ain't at that stage with you yet. But you should know the nigga early on that he's capable of that. He should be showing enough early on to let you know, you know what? I can tell he's that type of dude by the shit that he's already doing. So I don't have to test him. Because if you come into the situation asking for shit, you're going to turn that nigga off. And you're going to fuck around and lose the type of nigga that you're looking for. Man, I'm in here watching... Uh... First take right now and I guess they about to do a little segment on Chris Paul. Give like an old to Chris Paul, you know. Cause uh, you know, he's been balling. He got Phoenix to the conference finals, you know. That's that, that's a big deal. Um I never been a big Chris Paul fan. I wasn't a Chris Paul fan for a long time, but he grew on me. You know what I'm saying? He earned my respect over the years. Um and that's why I try to tell people, well, when it comes to me, I, I'm not a person that kind of just stick with a, an opinion. My opinion can change. As the facts change, my opinions change. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to say somebody a bum, if they start doing great things, I'm going to keep calling them a bum just because. Nah, nah, nah. I give you a problem. I give you a props as as, as they deserve, man, as they do. And if you stink, I'm going to say you stink, plain and simple. Um... I just was never a big fan of his style of play. I just, I don't know. Like, he ain't no Steph Curry or Dame Lillard or none of them. But what I learned over the years is that one thing I noticed that everywhere he goes, he makes the team better. No matter how bad the team was, before he showed up, they become contenders and make the playoffs, and they become a problem. That's something I just can't ignore that. But I'm just not ready to put him up there with some of the greats yet because at the end of the day, I can only give them so much props. But I can't put him up there with the John Stockton's and the Gary Payton's and the Isaiah Thomas's and Allen Iverson's and all of them because these dudes got their team to the finals. They've been to the finals. Chris Paul never been to the finals. So that's huge. I can't put him up there with them. Cause when you look at it, Chris Paul that has some players now. You know what I'm saying? He done has some good ass teams. Them Clipper teams, it's a shame he couldn't get them Clipper teams when they was Live City. He couldn't get them to the finals. They was a problem. You know what I'm saying? He down there in Houston with uh James Harden. I mean, granted, you know, they they had to run up against Golden State. Yeah, I will say that, but Still, man, still, you know, if you that great, if you that great, once you paired up with other great teams, you got to figure it out. When he was with the Clippers, he supposed to figure it out if he was that guy. So I can't put him up there because John Stockton been to a final. Gary Payton been to a final. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking Steph Curry won one. Isaiah Thomas won, what, two? You know? It's like, man, we can just go on. It's just I can't really put him up there with them yet. He got to at least get there. He got to get there before I give him them props. But I will say he's definitely better than what I was giving him credit for. And he just proved it. You know what I'm saying? I give props when props do. So, you know, kudos to uh, Chris Paul. But to switch topics, you know what I'm saying? We're going in a whole nother direction. Um, that's what I do on the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm unpredictable. I just, hey, because I can. And, hey, that's real life. You know what I'm saying? You have conversations with people and shit. Sometimes you talk about shit. Sometimes you don't stay on the same topic. But another a random topic, right? I just posted a meme on Instagram on a 25-hour story. And the meme said, you know, they got the meme where the girl landing in her bed on one Half of the uh screen, like she texting, then the other dude, then the dude laying in his bed. It's like a split screen. She texted something, he replying, and it's like some funny shit. So this meme had a girl, she laying down in the bed texting the dude. And the meme, the she the message she sent him said something like, Tell them bitches that you got a girlfriend. Then it had on the other screen him laying in the bed replying back. I did. They they but they challenge you to a dick second contest, right? I thought I posted it because I thought it was funny. Mostly everything I post on my 25 hour story, whether it's memes or clips from songs, it's something that I relate to. Either it's something I've done or I believe in, it's my philosophy or something. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, or I've lived it, something like that. Is usually I'm not posting nothing randomly. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But that was like a true story. Happen, it kind of happened to me. I was dealing with a girl. She wasn't my girlfriend though. But I was dealing with her. You know, we was fucking around and shit. She was like the main chick I was fucking around at the, at that moment. And the chick I used to fuck with ended up hitting me up. And, I you know, I was just tired of the little the chick. She was you know, she wasn't, wasn't no good. So she hit me. Like she was like trying to, you know, see what's up with me. Not I think in a roundabout way, I was like, man, I'm fucking with somebody. I ain't really got, you know, I'm trying to run the bride off. Man, I ain't got no time. You don't fucking with somebody. Da, da, da. The chick said, oh, yeah. Well, uh, tell that girl that you fucking with that I be over real soon to suck that dick. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God damn. Hey, she almost reeled me back in with that one. You know what I'm saying? I love that savage talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like a savage, you know what I'm saying? I need a savage, like an aggressive chick that'll whisper some shit in your ear like, I take you out to eat. I take you out for a night on the town. Even if I know what's coming at the end of the night, I want to hear this shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, and this that's the type of girls I'm used to dealing with, luckily. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of used to dealing with savages, you know what I'm saying? Period. That might be by design. That's what kind of reels me in. I like motherfuckers that ain't scared to... Be them and 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 to embrace their inhibitions, but I deal with type of girls that you know I might be like, hey, look, cause I'm I'm aggressive, like I'm aggressive as far as like doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the type of nigga that I know I know what my job is. I know what women like. I know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. So I'm not gonna ask you, uh, do you want to do certain shit? Cause I already know you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say, hey, look, we gonna look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out tonight. We gonna go, we gonna go get some dinner, and hang out or something like that. On me, I wanna take you out. Like, that's kind of me. But I like chicks that I usually deal with. Chicks that, like, if we out, we having a good time. You know, we at a restaurant. She'll whisper in my ear, "Oh, you know, I'm sucking the shit out of that dick tonight." You already know. Like, I love that. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of woman I kind of dealt with. Those are the type of women that. You know, I kind of ended up fucking with that. You know, had like long term stays around me, bras like that. Um, Cause I don't like being out the loop. I don't like being a nigga out the loop. I was that nigga one time. Like, I be hanging with my friends and they talking about, yeah, yeah, I got my dick sucked last night, da da da, or this and that, da da da. And I'm dealing with you know chicks that. Was y'all bullshitting? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, these niggas telling me all these stories that I'm not living. Like this shit ain't right. But um, it feel good to be on the right side of that. Like one time I went up in New York. I went to a fight. It was a big fight up there, about five six years ago. Probably, probably longer than that. Probably about eight years ago. And I drove up there, and I was with a girl I was done with. And it was like nighttime. We down Manhattan. This might have been after the fight. We riding through looking for something to do on the streets. And some bra, a car full of bras pulled up beside me, right? And I'm in my little Z, little shiny red Z looking pretty in that. That joint looking pretty. So the chicks pulled up beside me. And they were like, hey, they partying, having fun. So they look, they see me. They pulled up on my side, the driver's side. And then they see the girl I was with. And they was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the girls yelled to the girl I was with. She was like, yeah. You see that car? You see it? That's the type of nigga, you, you supposed to suck his dick in the car. You suck his dick in the car. Fuck that, da, 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 And when she said it, I felt good immediately. Because the girl that I was with, I was proud to be able to say, I yelled back to the girl. I said, oh, that's what she do. Like, because the girl that's, that I was with, that's what she do. Like, she was like that. Like, she was suck my dick in the car without me having to ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was built like that. So, um, and the girl told her. She yelled back. She was with it. She said, oh, I already do that. I already do that. Da, da, da. But it just feels good to be on that side. Like, I can't be with the lame, born motherfucker. I can't be with that motherfucker because I'm not born. You know what I'm saying? Like, me having to ask for a certain shit from a woman will will be like me waiting for a woman to ask me to take her out. Like, you ain't supposed to ask me to take you out. I'm supposed to volunteer that shit consistently. Or if I got money, in my extra money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Or me buying you something. Like, if I got extra money, here. Here, go get you something. You know what I'm saying? Or... I should be out thinking about you, buying you something nice consistently. If I if, if I'm in a position to do that, that's what I'm supposed to do, and that's kind of how I'm built. So if I'm with a girl and she ain't built like that, I gotta ask her for this and do that, and all the motherfuckers do is just show up. Like all you do is show up, and I gotta. It's just too much work. I ain't got. That's too much work for me. You know what I'm saying? It gotta be like an even kill kill like. Chicks like that to me, I feel like they more suited to be side chicks, you know what I'm saying? Because if you're a side chick, nigga ain't really got that much expectation for you. All you got to do, that's all you got to do, just show up, let me ground and pound your ass, and I'm going to go back home to my girl and my wife, you know what I'm saying? But I can't really fuck around too long with somebody like that, because it's like I'm too much, I'm too mental for that. That shit would get on my fucking nerve. But I don't know, I just thought that was kind of funny. I thought that meme was funny, and I posted that shit because <laughs> a lot of people hit me up in the inbox laughing, but it was something that I can kind of relate to. Now, let's talk about this bridge falling over, Was it on the south side on 295? The bridge fell down, and that's some crazy, nightmarish type shit. Glad nobody ain't die, but the interesting thing to me, I'm watching the news this morning, right? And you had this dude on there. I don't know who the fuck he was. He was like some chief something. I forgot what his title was. He got some type of title. It sounded important. But white dude on there, John. Big, strong white dude looking like The Rock. He up there describing the bridge and shit. And he like, I mean, we didn't inspected the bridge last year, this year, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it seemed like it was in fairly def- decent shape. It needed some work. But, you know. It's in, you know, it was in decent shape. Um, we rated it one year. It was a five, which is fair. A five, you know. Then I think this year we rated it, it was a four. You know, fairly decent. It need work, but it, it shouldn't have done what it did. Like, it wasn't bad enough to where it, it should have just fell down. Um, excuse me. Um, a five or a four for a bridge. Uh, i like my bridge to be a ten, please. We talking about a fucking bridge here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like what you let's think about this for a second, right? What in your life it ain't too many things in your life that you'll be satisfied if it was a four or five on a scale of one to ten. Like if you dating, you ain't satisfied with yeah, you know my girl. Somebody asked you, Yeah, you oh yeah, you just met a chick or you you know, what she look like? You know, she bought a four. Maybe a five, you know, four or five. That's not motherfucking good. You know what I'm saying? I don't date no fours and fives. You know what I'm saying? Um, in the Olympics, you let's say a, 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 a Olympic diver, he dive and he get a score of a four or five. Nigga, what? Nigga, he probably, that's a belly flop. You know what I'm saying? He done probably down there broke his neck if they get this nigga a four or five. It's like, man, a four or five? And he acting like that's, yeah, it shouldn't have. Nigga, to me, I'm not surprised that the bridge fell down with it being a four or five. A truck ran into it or whatever. Playing so, a truck shouldn't knock a fucking bridge down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Running into a bridge where a truck shouldn't knock it down. You know what I'm saying? But it makes sense because the bridge was a four or a five. So look, another thing I want to talk about. Um, so this weekend, right, I went to me and a friend, lady friend of mine. She booked some tickets for us to go to Go Ape. Um, I seen people post post about it um, over the past year or so, maybe longer, I don't know. But I seen people post from this spot. I would click on, uh, you know, when people post stuff. They post the location uh, of where they were. I always click on the locations a lot of times just to see what's going on at that location, Was out there, blah, blah, blah. So I would click on the location to go ape, and I realized it's out in uh, Virginia somewhere. So I was telling my friend about it, and she was like, let's go. She booked some tickets like a week in advance. So I just went over this weekend. I went on Saturday. So... Basically, Go Ape is like a course. It's like an obstacle course almost. But it, it involves, like, zip lining. Like, you up in the trees. Like, everything is pretty much, like, 20 to 40 feet high up in the trees. You walking across logs. You you, you connected to this metal rope the whole time, though, um, with a harness on. So, it's a lot of daredevil shit going on. When I first saw it, when I would like... Click on the uh, location where people will post from it. I'm going to be honest. Going to it, I thought it was some little kid shit. I ain't going to lie. Not really little kid shit, but the shit was a whole lot harder than I thought. For real. I'm um, like They said six different courses. But the sixth one was closed down for some reason. So, so you was able to do five courses. And instead of the sixth course, they would let you repeat one. If you wanted to do six in total. Um, you got to have gloves. So what I did. They provide gloves for you there. But you got to buy them. My dress was like $9. $8 and some odd change. So I'll round up to 9 Um, It was in Springfield, Virginia. If anybody want to go. My recommendation is. Um, I would check the weather first. Because man that shit. It's a lot of physical activity, and it, it can get hot the day that I went, I think the high was eighty five supposed to be or something like that, and we went early we went there like we started our course like at ten thirty in the morning. we were supposed to be there at ten thirty, so we probably you they train you on everything you're supposed to do, so we probably didn't actually start the course till about eleven um Man, dress appropriately, too. You get dirty. Don't wear no clean shit. Don't wear none of your good shit. Because you will get dirty. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of each course is when you do the actual zip line to the end. You know what I'm saying? And not I fail every time. I hit the dirt every single time. You know what I'm saying? Um, because at the speed that you're going... It slides you like onto a dirt path. You want to be able to land on your feet and kind of run it out once you land. Man, I ain't stick that landing once. So every time I kind of ended up sliding on my back and getting dirty. Um, So you will get dirty. It gets hot once you do. By the time you get to like the second or third course, especially depending on the weather. I can only imagine if it's over 90 degrees. Lord. But, man, by the like third course started getting hot. You know what I'm saying? They provide you water because you're going to get thirsty. But man, you high up in the trees. Some of them actual courses and obstacles because I think from one, one, the first course is the training. So that really don't count. The first one is training. So two through five is when you do the real courses. You can do them in any order. You can do course two, Three, four, or five. You can do five first. You can do three first. And by my estimation, the higher the number of the course, the more difficult the course is. So, five is, was the most difficult to me. Two was the easiest. Man, a couple of them joints was difficult. Like, I'm going to tell you, I'm surprised at people that go through all of those courses and make it without turning around or falling. I heard that somebody got stuck. Up in the air, they fell off of one of the courses and was yelling for help. But, you know, if you fall off one of the uh, courses, you still, you're suspended by that metal wire. So you be all right because you got the harness connected to it. But I'm sure that's still a little nerve wracking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but my friend said that when we got there, when we was doing the training, somebody was yelling for help. I didn't notice that. I wasn't paying attention to that. But I could see it. Oh, uh, I I bad. kids be doing the course. They got actually a little kitty course too for the kids. But it's a lot of like teenagers and it was like, you know, grown women, grown men and one dude out there he had on a man, he had on the old man jeans. He had the jeans, the the fat daddy joints that come over your shoes. it's like I was sitting there thinking like throughout the course I was like I know this nigga gotta be hot. You know what I'm saying? By now he gotta be hot. Came out there with some jeans on. You know what I'm I went out there with some shorts and a t-shirt, and I got hot. But, like, by the time you get to the fourth and fifth uh, course, the fourth and the fifth course, man, them Jones are definitely real physical. It's a lot of using arm strength, and you climbing across nets, and it, it, it involves more balance. You know what I'm saying? Man, by the time you leave that joint, you, it's like a workout. Like, I wouldn't mind doing it once a week, but, I, man, I'm sure that shit is a little expensive. Um, it was fun overall. It was fun. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Uh, have you some fun. They got one little, um, what would you call it? Course. I guess you will call it a course. Um, it's called the Monkey Drop. You pay for that separate from the actual course. It's there, but it's not included with the course package. You got to play for the monkey drop separate. And what that is, that's an actual 40-foot drop. It's like the highest platform on the whole compound. You go up a ladder 40 feet in the air, and it's almost like bungee jumping. You grab a cord. Um, they hook you to the cord. That's the only thing. Ain't no metal rod and nothing like that. And you just drop, You jump off the platform. But they say they don't, they don't want you to jump off you supposed to just step off that ledge and just drop man so I, I did it you know what i'm saying i wanted to do it um it was weird because going up to the course i was nervous i ain't gonna lie once i paid for it and i was the first one that day to do it i paid for it walked up the uh different levels to get up there because it's one big ladder ladder to get you up to the actual platform once you get up to the different flights. It's like you go up like three flights of stairs before you take this one long ladder to get you up to the main platform. I was nervous. I ain't going to lie. I was nervous going up all of the different levels before I got to the main ladder. Once I got to the main ladder, for some reason, all my nervousness went, went away. I guess it was because I was already committed. I was up there. There definitely wasn't no turning back. But then when I got up there, I got a little nervous again once I got up there. Then I looked down and saw how high that was. And I'm like, I'm supposed to just step off of this motherfucker? Like, so the dude giving me instruction, he said, just walk off, just step off, don't jump. Because I wanted to jump. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And what they say is like it's like, a, it's like bungee jumping, almost like. But they say it's only like a, it's like a 10-foot drop before the rope catches you, and then it just lowers you down to the ground. So you'll free fall for like 10 feet before it catches you. Man, the dude explained to me how to do it. I walked up to the ledge, I got the footage, I'm gonna post the footage on my uh, Instagram or something. And I just walked off, I looked, I took a deep breath, and all I thought about was that it was many people that had done this shit before me, so. And you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to suck out. You know what I'm saying? Because you be having all type of thoughts when you're in a situation like that. You start thinking about turning around. But it's like, I'm damn sure I ain't turning back. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. I just grabbed the rope. You said, just grab it and just walk off. Just like walking the fucking plank, my nigga. So, I did it. Grabbed, it, grabbed the rope. And I just stepped off. Boom. It wasn't, it wasn't nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know what I'm saying that ten foot drop before the rope actually like tightens up and stops you and then lowers you down. That's like a real quick drop. That ten feet, boom, it's, it's real quick. You don't really get a whole lot of feeling of suspension in the air. You know what I'm saying you don't get a whole lot of that before the rope kind of tightens up and catches you and then lowers you down. The hardest thing about it is actually stepping off that ledge. That's the hardest thing about it, just stepping off that ledge. You know what I'm saying? That shit take nuts. It was kids um, that did it after me at some point. And what they would do, they would sit down on the ledge and just kind of fall off like that. I seen two kids do it. The first kid that did it, uh, I think the uh, instructor, like he had them sit down on the ledge. And then he pushed them. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see him push him, but my friend saw. She said that the dude pushed him. The second little kid, he sat down there and he had a harder time. He was crying. He started crying uh, before the dude pushed him. I think that, so what the, what the instructor would do, he'd get up on him, kind of talk to him. Like, you know, it's going to be all right, all right. And he got his hand on his back and he just started nudging him to the edge, edge, edge. And then at some point, he just pushed him. And then you just heard the little young kind of yell a little bit. <laughs> and then he got, then he, then, you know, the jump catch you and then lower you to the ground. But overall, man, I recommend it go eight. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't mind going back. But what I will say, I didn't take him up on that six uh, obstacle course. Because I told you it's six courses, but the sixth one was closed down. So you can go back and do any of the one through five to make up the sixth one. You could repeat one of them. It's like, nah, it was just so much physical work. And I ain't about to go back to a course I already did before. You know what I'm saying? Unless I was on some real workout shit. Um, So we just did our five. I did the monkey drop. My friend didn't do it. She was like, fuck that. She was like, no, I ain't doing that shit. Did the monkey drop. And uh, we rolled out. You know what I'm saying? We rolled out. Uh, Maybe if they get that sixth course back open, I'll go and try that one. Do the whole thing again and plus the sixth course. To see, you know, that's probably harder than the fifth one. It seemed like each course got harder as the number went up. But I recommend it, man. Check it out. It's out in Springfield, Virginia. If you want to do something fun with the kids or if you just want to go by yourself or if you got a significant other, just go with your homies or whatever. Because it was all people, people, it was all different type of people that fit those type of categories that was there that I noticed. Friends, family couples, people that went solo, shit like that, I recommend it, man, but all in all, I'm going to end this podcast, I ain't done a podcast in a minute, man, I ain't done one in a minute, about to get back on it, so, uh, hey, man, you know, I like to end it with some positive shit always, you know, chase your goals, number one goal in life is to be happy, if you happy, you rich and wealthy, you know what I'm saying, nothing beats happiness, and, uh, hey man, if you, want, if, you, if you got some goals and you want to achieve them, shoot for it. Because at the end of the day, hey, shoot for the moon. Because if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. And I'm out.